0: Have you ever imagined where you'll be in 10 years time? In the year 2029, what will you be doing with your life? Where will you be living? And what kind of world will you live in? 2029 sounds like it's not too far in the future, but a lot can happen in 10 years. In 2009, Brian Cowan was still the Taoiseach and Leo Varadkar was a first time TD. There was no housing crisis, no Brexit, and certainly no thoughts about a president Donald Trump in the White House. Things like marriage equality and abortion legislation were still years away from happening. And it does make you think, where is Ireland going and what will the next 10 years bring? Welcome to Ireland 2029, Shaping Our Future, a podcast from thejournal.ie. Over the next 10 episodes, we're partnering with Volkswagen to look at 10 big ideas that could shape Ireland's future for the better. In each episode, we'll talk to someone about a big idea to find out what it can achieve, whether it's practical or whether it's a non-runner. This week, we're looking at whether Ireland could introduce a four-day working week. I'm your host, Sean Murray, and this is Ireland 2029 Shaping Our Future, brought to you by Volkswagen. So here we are in studio now, and sitting across from me is uh, Joe O'Connor. He's Director of Campaigning at the Trade Union Forsa. And Joe, you're going to tell us why you think we should move to a four-day work week.
1: Forza Trade Union believes we need to begin a gradual, steady and managed transition towards a shorter working week for all workers. There is no correlation between higher productivity and longer working hours. In fact, some of the countries in Europe with some of the shortest working hours have some of the highest productivity. Many companies internationally who have moved to a four-day week report increased productivity as well as improved worker satisfaction and greater employee well-being. Studies show that a four-day week or a shorter working week can also reduce carbon emissions and improve gender equality. The projected benefits of automation, artificial intelligence and new technological changes need to be shared fairly with all workers. As it has been throughout history, working time is a perfect way to start this conversation and in the same way as trade unions won the weekend and won the eight-hour day, together we can win the four-day week.
0: So in studio with me here today, to, we're going to discuss the four-day working week in more detail. We have Stephen McDermott. He's a reporter with the journal.e, and he's also producing this episode. Hi, Stephen. Hey, Sean. Obviously, before we go into the four-day week, I just want to take it back a little bit. So as we know, the earth revolves around the sun every 365 days. Our months are kind of, you know, a rough correlation with how often the moon rotates the earth. Well, where have we got these this seven-day week from? Why are we five on, two off? Where, like, where does that come from?
2: Yeah, it's actually quite interesting. So you spoke there about how the Earth revolves around the sun to give us a year. Like, similarly, the working week revolves around another thing called the Sabbath. So that's the seventh day of the week. Everyone kind of, you know, uses that for rest. So if you take your mind back to another big idea in the 19th century for a second, the Industrial Revolution, there was these newfangled things like factories and working conditions. So in the United Kingdom back then workers in these factories only had one day off, which, as I said, was the Sabbath. And on that day, they'd let their hair down, they'd drink, they'd gamble, they'd go up to other forms of excess. So much so that they actually stopped coming in on Mondays. Heaven forbid. Now they needed to recover sometime, you know. So the factory owners basically decided on a compromise. They'd let workers come in until 2pm on Saturday. They could have the rest of Saturday off and all of Sunday if they promised to come in on Monday. That's fair enough. And yeah, well, eventually what happened was they actually were even fairer about it. And they said, well, you can have all of Saturday and all of Sunday off as well. And that gave rise to the modern working week in the UK. UK in the US it was essentially a similar situation where you had two Sabbaths the Jewish Sabbath on the Saturday and the Christian Sabbath on the Sunday and that was again a two-day weekend and it just kind of evolved over time to have a five-day working week and a two-day off. This happened in
0: the UK and the US and we've adopted that kind of similar, similar working week from them and we've had it in place for our parents and our grandparents have all worked five-day working week so why are we now talking about a four-day working week where does that come from?
2: Yeah well like the idea of working less isn't you know particularly new it's almost like as old as the five-day work week itself but it all kind of boils down to is uh, technological advancements you know people say you know particularly now you're having more and more automated industries and, and, and robots or, or, or uh, computers doing people's jobs so there's no real need for people to be in offices or factories or whatever Four or five days a week, you know that 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 this can have kind of several different benefits. Like I, I I assume a four day work week would create
0: maybe a happier workforce. That's obviously one of its major advantages. But why would a business do it? What advantages to them and to the people who work for them?
2: Yeah, well, I mean, I guess one of the main things is like you look at somewhere like Google, which has nap rooms or uh, all these different kind of strange benefits like that. That people think, like, well, like, what does that add? But like, first of all, like, a happier workforce is sort of proven to be more productive. Uh, But also, you know, you you kind of have social benefits as well. You know, ideas that, uh, you know, say your office is closed, you know, you're not printing or you don't have the lights on or, or, you know, you don't have the computers on. That actually reduces carbon emissions as well. So it's not just a case of, you know, your company making more profit, it's actually going to, have I say, these wider benefits as well.
0: Are there any downsides to this then, or is there any kind of sectors or industries where it wouldn't work or
2: prove maybe particularly challenging? It's not as simple as saying, okay, across the board, we're just going to implement a four-day work week and that is it. I mean, it you know, it just doesn't work for every industry. So, I mean, think of the healthcare sector. It's a big one. Like imagine a doctor's office was only open four days a week. You know, if people are sick on Monday, the doctor's office is closed and they can't get treatment. I mean, that's problematic. So imagine you're running an advertising agency and you decide you're only going to open four days a week uh, someone rings your agency and decides i want to place an ad maybe on a monday and that's the day you're closed you know they're not going to wait around till you're open on tuesday to place that ad they're going to ring another agency to do it so even if on principle they might like the idea of it it'd be very challenging to
0: implement then so just say turn it to ireland then has that already been tried here or is there a lot of people talking about it here
2: yeah, it's not really been trialed here. There's a couple of companies who've taken it up. I guess one that has made headlines in recent week is a recruitment firm called Ice Group. So we're going to talk to their MD, Margaret Cox, about how they've kind of you know brought it in in the last few months. But the, the prototype for all this is a New Zealand company called Perpetual Guardian. Now, they're a trust company. They manage kind of trust funds and that sort of thing so yep. i guess it's, it's sort of easier for them because you know they're, they're not sort of based you know face to face out the door every day uh, but they actually conducted a study over eight weeks last year with the university of auckland and auckland university of technology where they kind of weighed up the benefits as well, that it wasn't just perceived happiness and stuff like that. Like they actually said, so what are the tangible, quantifiable benefits of this? So they found that staff showed increased leadership. They were more committed to their jobs. They're better stimulated. Their job performance was maintained at the same time as us. They didn't actually like lose productivity. And they also had like lower stress levels and better mental health as well. So New Zealand is far away. But as you said, we do have an
0: example closer to home. And we went out to have a chat with them to see how they did it and why they did it. Ice Group are a recruitment agency and they're based in Galway, but they do have offices around the country. During the week, we sat down with Margaret Cox, a director of Ice Group, and she told us about how and why they've implemented a four-day working week.
3: It was like dead silence and we were going, oh my goodness, nobody likes this idea. (laughs) And I think it was that everybody was just falling off their chair. It's a three-day weekend four days working, 100% pay, same pay as for five days, and our days are slightly longer. We're working four, nine hour days. um, And then coming back from a three day weekend, you're refreshed. We're hoping for 100% customer satisfaction and 100% employee satisfaction at the end. We're still going to have the same hours. So our office will maintain the same opening hours. So from our client's point of view, they'll see different people on different days so that if... Person number one is working Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Person number two will be doing Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So they'll have the same cover. So we started to think about it in terms of our business and would it be something that we could possibly introduce? And I have to say I was probably a little bit sceptical at the time, thinking how could we possibly do our business in four days? Would we? Would it cost more? Would we lose production? Um, How would it work? And uh, but we talked about it, looked at a lot of the research, the stuff, uh, research in New Zealand. in the UK and a little bit coming out of America as well and we thought okay let's try that let's work out a plan and see if we could bring it about and then we brought it to the team of people on the 24th of May some people genuinely thought it was a joke that this was some big prank we were playing on them and um, how could we possibly do that we talked to people about what they're planning to do one of um, one of our senior managers is talking about going back to take up flying he used to do flying lessons many years ago and he's thinking about going back to do it uh, sometimes it's about doing more as we we hear it's called household admin or life admin so instead of having to do the things that you normally do on a Saturday and Sunday and you get frustrated about you can do those now on your three day weekend um, it's been an Overwhelming positive response from our customers. You know, some of them sending us an email saying, That's fantastic, why don't you have a word with my boss? Or other people sending in, Wow, when are you going to hire me? So it's been a really, really positive response.
0: So that was Margaret Cox of Ice Group. But not everyone is as positive about the idea. John Barry, Managing Director of Management Support Services, and who is also a council member of the Irish Small and Medium Enterprise Association, joins me here now. John, tell me some of the challenges a company might face when they're even starting to begin discussions around bringing in a four day work week.
4: It depends really what you're talking about in terms of four day week. If you're talking about firms literally who want people to be working for, or let people work for four days only. OK, are they being paid then for five days, doing four days work and five days working four days? Or are they being paid for four days only? Um, we have some I have some companies where, in fact, they have offered staff a four-day week, but they've been paid just for the four days working, Uh, whereas other companies, they have said, we'll pay you for five days over four days, but you have to work extra hours. So it really depends, A, on on what the company can organise. If you're dependent on continuous production then obviously you have lose flexibility because you need so many people on a production line. They have to be there to deliver the goods. So everybody's dependent on everybody. So you can't have different arrangements of four-day weeks. So that's where the difficulties start. Yeah. Uh, and they only start there.
0: A word that's thrown out a lot when they say, okay, we'll move to a four-day working week and productivity will stay the same or will increase. Like, wh- what do you think people mean when they say productivity? And like, do you agree with that assessment that it well, will stay the
4: same? Work has changed dramatically um, as well. I mean, it's, it's fine for someone if you're working at a desk and you're doing desk work all the time and the stuff which requires your thought it, to get time out and to to give you a headspace. Yes. Um, the trouble is the working day has creeped beyond finishing time. People now have phones and emails and stuff and they're not switching off. Um, whereas in the good old days when people clocked off at 4 o'clock or 5 o'clock evening, they went home and the time was theirs. And they had the chance to de-stress and to unwind and do other things. Life has changed a lot. Um, And so I was talking to my colleagues before I came down here and they said one case they had, productivity did promote, did go up very significantly. It's now gone down, but it's gone down to levels they were getting on the five-day week. Uh, And people are still... And they're still in their four day week. So I think if people are more relaxed and feel happier, then yes, uh, the uh, four day week can not necessarily increase productivity in the total week, but productivity per day might increase over those four days.
0: So what, what are the challenges? Just say tomorrow a company came to you and said, we want to switch to a four day week. Obviously there's so many different kind of companies out there but what are like even the immediate challenges that come to your mind well the first
4: thing comes to mind is is what do you want in terms of output are you happy just for achieving the same output because what's going to happen for you is is that you may start achieving the same output over four days and then you have a factory standing idle for three days or for one day Um, and therefore you may want to start producing more goods the trouble is if you do that you're then going to be paying people overtime on that fifth day uh, and people will happily work the overtime. The other thing you've got to remember is is that if you're going to do 40 hours, let's say, in four days, uh, and, you, 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 and people start working the fifth day, you are heading towards a 48-hour maximum working week, which can sneak up on people, uh, and people can get in the habit of earning overtime regularly, and then it creeps up. So that would know, so be my first thing. Does your business model suit a four-day week? Have you got that flexibility? And what do you want to do with the assets? Do you want to leave it standing for a day doing nothing? Second thing I would say is, is what your staff want. Because not necessarily your staff want a four-day week. What they might want is a four-day flexible week, which means they can choose the day they want off. Do you, Is that what you want as a company? Or are you saying, no, we will give you the Friday off?
0: And like, is this a topic that you think that Irish businesses are kind of aware of and they're talking about? a bit more these days? Do you feel like there's chats
4: going on around it? Well, you see, you're talking about the work, the whole work ethos and work environment. We already have strong input in part-time work and we have now part-time worker legislation. We have part-time codes of practice. So part-time working has come in anyway. We have parental leave, uh, for example, um, and whilst people are not legally entitled to it, many people take parental leave one day a week. And that could be over there in three years because of the length of time they have in parental leave. So a lot of employers are addressing this already. A lot of employers are addressing home working, uh, and giving people the opportunity to work from home rather than the office. Uh, the logic being it saves them the commute time. So in some days, some ways, four day a week is almost old a old hat at this stage because dynamic working environments are now being created which don't necessarily focus on days or work days or five days weeks but work on varieties achieving the same objective so i think we're paying undue focus on the concept of a four-day week and we should be looking more at the whole flexible working
0: so a four-day work week might not work for everybody but there are some people in favor i have joe o'connor back here in the studio Joe obviously gave us his pitch at the Saturday episode. Could you tell me a little bit about how a four day working week would benefit workers, companies and society as a whole from your perspective?
1: Well from an individual perspective we believe that moving towards a shorter working week for all workers would lead to improved well-being, improved worker satisfaction, reduced stress and burnout at work and all the studies that we've looked at both within our own union and internationally would suggest that this is the case. From a company's perspective We've seen a number of companies, Perpetual Guardian in New Zealand, Synergy Vision in the UK, who have moved towards this and are uh, reporting that they've not just maintained their productivity that they had when they worked a five-day week, but they've actually improved their productivity with workers getting more work done in a shorter period of time. But from a societal perspective, this is also worth looking at from the point of view of, first of all, sharing the benefits of improved productivity and technological change with workers, improved gender equality uh, in the workplace, um, and also what I think is really important and relevant at the moment in terms of our, our massive uh, societal battle with addressing climate change. A university in Sweden has reported that they believe that a four-day week would reduce carbon emissions by around 16%. This would be true reducing commuter time, reducing obviously the, the carbon output or production uh, on a day-to-day working basis. So we think that actually the four-day week can play a critical role in terms of addressing that wider societal challenge of climate change. When you, when you say productivity then, what, what do people mean when they actually say that word and
0: if that will increase or stay the same on a four-day week?
1: So productivity at both a company level and at an economic level nationally is essentially about the amount of output that workers generate um, over the course of their work. And really what we're looking at is, is that Previously, I suppose there was an old school mindset that working longer, you know, equated to working harder. But actually, the studies would suggest that you can work smarter, that employees when they have a shorter working week can get the same or more done than they would do if they're if they're working a longer working week um, The studies that we've looked at and the research that we've looked at would suggest that there's no correlation whatsoever between higher productivity and higher working hours. So, for example, some of the countries in Europe that work the lowest hours in the Netherlands, in Germany, in most of the Scandinavian countries, they actually have higher productivity. Whereas if you look at the UK, they have much higher working hours, lower productivity. Greece have the highest working hours in Europe and they've the lowest level of productivity. Do
0: you feel like a four-day working week would go towards kind of alleviating some of those
1: kind of common problems that we hear that are common in the workplace these days, like burnout and stress? We certainly think that it could lead to a greater work-life balance for workers. Some of the research that we've done with our own members in the public sector, which we'll be uh, launching in the next few weeks, has shown that people would feel that they'd have more time to spend with their family, they'd have more time for leisure time, they'd have more time for caring responsibilities, to give back to the local community. So if it is the case that workers can maintain their efficiency, maintain their productivity, and also spend less time in work, then we think that could have a whole range of benefits, both at an individual level, but also at a collective level. So obviously, as
0: you say, it offers such greater flexibility for workers. But tell me, I know you had an international conference last year, we were chatting earlier about it. And can you tell me about some of the examples around the world where they've tried this and how it's
1: worked? So a number of companies in the UK, uh, IndyCube and Wales, have moved to a four day week. They spoke at our conference and they talked about how there is flexibility within this. So when we talk about the four day week, it isn't that everybody would all of a sudden have Friday off. You have some people there who opted that they would rather work a five day week with reduced hours on their five days rather than have the extra day off. So it really is about adjusting to both employer needs and employee preferences, but. We've seen in Synergy Vision, another company in the UK have, have moved towards this, Perpetual Guardian that I mentioned earlier in New Zealand. In Sweden, they did a trial where there was a reduction of an eight-hour to a six-hour day, and this was seen to have a huge amount of benefits for their employees. So this is something that certainly, even since we did the conference in November, and um, particularly here in Ireland, I think the debate is starting to kick off uh, to a much greater degree. And obviously now recently, uh, we've seen ICE, which is a HR consultancy recruitment firm in Galway, have now announced that they're going to be switching towards a four-day week which is really the first very significant example that we're aware of of a company here in ireland moving all their staff over to a four-day week
0: and um, from, from your perspective what would you say to businesses that might say oh the particular industry or sector that we work in it just wouldn't work for us do you feel like there are particular sectors where it might not be applicable or do you feel like there's always a way of trying to kind of tease out the way of making a four-day week
1: well we think first of all this really, this conversation fits into the wider conversation about the future of work. So if you look at working hours throughout history, back when we moved towards a five-day week, when we moved towards an eight-hour day, there were employers at the time who said that the weekend is an unaffordable luxury, that this is something that can't be achieved. But actually, throughout history, we've seen right up to the 1980s steady reductions in working hours. And since the 1980s, for whatever reason, it has flatlined. We haven't seen really reductions in working hours since that time. The average has stayed largely the same, even though during that period there's been probably the largest, um, well, no probably about it, definitely the largest increase in terms of productivity, some of the technological enhancements we've seen. And I suppose this has really been part of the fact that over that period, the labour share of overall income has reduced quite significantly. Much more of that has gone to capital. And we actually believe that some of the... the Uh, phenomenons that we're seeing across the Western world in terms of political polarization, increasing inequality, a backlash against uh, the political system, which I suppose we've seen most acutely in the UK and in the US. This is all a feature of workers feeling that they haven't had a fair share of the benefits of the enhancements and the productivity increases in recent decades. And what we're saying is, if we are now moving into this fourth industrial revolution of automation, artificial intelligence, rapid changes in new technologies, then it's vitally important that we make sure that workers have a fair share in those benefits. And we think, as it has been throughout history, working time is a very good starting point in terms of how we might do that.
0: What, what are the barriers, do you think, um, to introducing a four-day working week in Ireland? Do you think it's, it's a culture change that's required from businesses and the way people think about work? Or do you think that's something maybe the government should take the lead on?
1: Well, I think that it's both, but you mentioned the word culture. And I do think that a significant barrier is the fact that in certain elements, particularly in the private sector, and I would say particularly in terms of the American multinational sector that has come over here to Ireland, there is this kind of a work-first culture that has developed. Uh, I'm 30 years of age. I'm aware of many friends of mine who work in large global corporations with huge turnover, huge profits. But yet there's an always-on culture. There's an expectation that if necessary, they should stay and work for 12, maybe 14 hours a day and these are in companies that really if they wanted to hire another 100 200 staff it really wouldn't be a major challenge to their bottom line. So there is this element of, certain elements of our, of our economy uh, in, in recent years whereby this idea that giving their staff I suppose a playroom and a few bean bags is a way to supersede people's employment protections and their workers rights and I think we need to challenge that and I think those of us that, that um, represent people in the public sector, if this is seen as something that's just for the workers that have maybe better employment protections better conditions um, that this will be seen as something for the insiders and the outsiders in parts of the private sector who are working crazy hours they can't be outside of this. So I think that there is a culture change and there is this idea that really what we're talking about here is that all workers need to start transitioning. This is a, a gradual, steady, managed transition towards a shorter working week. We believe that there is more than enough productive capacity in the economy at the moment to start doing this. And certainly with some of the projections of the, the changes coming down the line, the British government project that there's going to be an increase of 200 billion in productivity from robots and autonomous technology. PricewaterhouseCoopers project that there'll be a 20 billion in increase by 2030. So if this is happening I think it's absolutely fair to say in that context should it not be possible for workers to reduce their hours with the same pay. And so do you think then that it's achievable in Ireland within
0: the next 10 years that there will be a a large shift towards a four-day week?
1: We think that this is a realistic and an achievable ambition for the trade union uh, movement in the medium term. We think that there are steps that we can take in the short term to start moving towards this. But I suppose the one thing that I'd say is I've actually heard some people, and it's funny because when I started talking to this about people, you had some people saying, well, this is pie in the sky, this will never happen. And now some people are saying, well, actually, it's almost inevitable that this will happen given the changing future of work that we're looking at. And what I'd say is it's not inevitable um, that... As I said before, throughout history, the gains that we've made in terms of the weekend, the eight hour day, all of the different terms and conditions that really we take for granted in in the world at the moment, they were won. They were won by trade unions and they were won by a collective movement of people pushing for something. And really, we believe that's how it will need to happen again, that together we can uh, make this change and move towards a shorter working week for all. I'm back in studio now with um, Stephen
0: McDermott. Hi, Stephen. Hi, Sean. So I think after we've heard everything that we've heard, it's time that we rate our big idea. And luckily enough, we have a custom-made Journal.e Great 2029 forecasting machine there. If you wouldn't mind just firing up for me there, Stephen.
2: Yeah. Okay, Tom.
0: This is actually the first podcast, so they didn't tell us how it was going to sound like, but I thought that sounded pretty convincing much, you think, Stephen. It's almost like kind of scary, all these noises just coming straight at you. So I think the way this machine works is that we add in everything we've heard so far and we put it in there, if you would not mind, Stevie, because I just don't want to go near it. Yeah. And we see what verdict it gives us. Okay. So what it says here, let me see. It's printed out. Yeah, it says here that a four-day working week could happen but there are obstacles. Yeah I think that kind of makes sense. Um, What struck me while listening to the various guests we've had on is like I think before we can actually do it there's so many things that we need to tease out for us for specific businesses and for for specific industries to make sure that it can actually be rolled out and it'll work for
2: everybody. Yeah I think for the businesses that might want to consider implementing this you've got a question of whether yours is you know a client-based business or a service-based business. You know, if it's a service-based business, obviously your decision to have a four-day work week affects everyone in society. If it's client-based, as we heard from Margaret from the ICE group earlier, it's fine because you can just say, Well, I will meet you or I will deal with you on this day. You know, you can you can pick and choose essentially. And like I think look looking in ten years' time, like I, I can envisage
0: a situation where a lot of companies have moved to this, but I think for the time being, as we as like the months and years progress, it's gonna be a case of individual businesses saying okay yeah here look, we've examined all this we've examined the challenges and we're going to go ahead with it rather than like en masse industries and companies doing this
2: yeah within 2029 20, i mean you know the robots are coming this is going to be well into the fourth industrial revolution as uh joe alluded to earlier you know if, if automation if your industry has been automated and that's the business that you, you are in it's obviously going to be much easier but there is a question of you know in 10 years Is this going to be widespread in Ireland? I don't think so. It's going to be the exception. But can businesses do it? I would say,
0: yeah, absolutely. I think at the end of the day, it's all about getting the work done. It's not about saying, okay, we all close down on Fridays and we all go home. It's about making sure that you can still, your business can still function while allowing your employees to get that, just that extra bit of time.
2: Well, yeah, that's exactly it.
0: So like, I just have one last question, Stevie. Like, would you like to work a four-day working week? Uh, I don't think I'd complain, no. Yeah, I don't think I would either.
1: Thanks for listening to the first episode in this 10-part series on Ireland 2029. This episode was brought to you by producer Stevie McDermott, presenter Sean Murray, series producer Orla Ryan, editor Nikki Ryan, and executive producer Christine Bohan. Thanks to Paula Lyne and to our contributors in this week's episode. Ireland 2029 is a podcast from the Journal.ie, supported by Volkswagen. It's time for electric cars for the people. Discover the future of electric mobility with the Volkswagen ID family at volkswagen.ie.